Welcome back to the... Oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jeff, I'm going to need you to take that again. Seventh yeah, Star to the Right. There we go. You did it. Yeah, I just blanked on the name. <laughs> Welcome back to the Seventh Star to the Right podcast. This is our 13th session. Oh, How are no. people doing? Yeah. Oh, no. Mm. The I'm way scared. you always emphasize that two makes me feel like it's the sequel to something. Like, you know, too fast, too furious. <laughs> Seventh Star to... Two. Though, right. Oh, right. Yeah, it's because I don't. So I don't say from the right because that's not that's not the right one. <laughs> those are different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, this are... one is you have a star in the center and then you go seven to the right. This one, it's the seven star from. Yeah, which is relative. Which is where and you we don't, don't know. That's the wrong star. Don't go there. <laughs> what are you doing? It's a whole different podcast. There's still dogs in that one. <laughs> Good old. Then why Argos. would we even go there? You don't go. You want to go to that star? <laughs> All right. So it's been, it's, it's been a while since we've had our last session. We had a brief recess for Easter. So Yay. what do people remember from last session? Last session was a giant info dump. I learned many things. I basically just sat there reading books and stuff the entire time. It was a good time. Yeah. What, what kind of interesting things did you learn, Kirsten? <clears throat> As she scrolls up her notes. Um, so we learned that the station itself was created to basically just make robots. It makes simple robots and it sells those for money. And then it was working on making more complicated robots. You know, R&D eventually makes something that will make them even more money or something like that. Um, we learned that there was discussion of taking a snapshot of a human brain and implanting it inside of an AI, which will never come up again. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Also can create synthetic life. Also, this entire place was... Um, Backed by the Gale oligarchy, yep. that they were right outside of Gale before they made their unsecured hyper jump thingy that broke everything. Mm -hmm. um, we know that psychics help in the making of AI, or there was like a lot of theory around that and getting it to be small enough that you could get it inside a robotic person, such as myself. Yep. Um, there was also mention of a Quinn that existed um, that was described to have a core that was a tall cylinder with scaffolding on it. All right. Yeah, that that about sums it up. Philip and David, do you have anything to add? I know you guys each had your own little little scenes about different parts that you wanted to, to deal with over the, the two days of sort of downtime between um, the next sort of venture deeper into space station. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Micah had a little chat with uh, Rodana about uh, a company called Zethra, and she got directed to go uh, hit up Danny to maybe find out more about that. It seems like they've had some dealings with them before, mm -hmm. but uh, more to be found out. I gave Claire. I gave Claire the dog. <laughs> the it's most her, it's her problem bit. now. I didn't want to deal with the dog, so I <laughs> gave it to Claire. The dog, the dog followed, chose to follow me. Bad choice. Bad choice, dog. Alex can barely take care of himself, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Cool. That, that that's about sort of wraps it up. There's a lot of RPing and also info dumping on Nona of all of the different true. things within that are happening within the station. So at the end of last session, Rodana came up to you guys and basically was like, here's what we're going to do. So to start things out. She comes up to you guys. Uh, do you remember where we left off exactly where, whether it was in the medical bay with Claire or at your ship or anywhere? 
Anywhere in particular? Let's say Med Bay. That's where we tend to hang out, I guess. All right. So you guys guys are in the Med Bay. Fu and uh, Diane are... Fu's better. He's no longer on bed rest. So you guys and Rodana, along with um, Claire and Argos, who is sort of um, silently, like, (laughs) silently woofing, silently um, just sleeping by her uh, her cot. And uh, Rodana comes up to you guys and um, is going to start discussing the next uh, part two of Let's Crack This Pre-Tech Space Station Open. So... Right, she's a gruff, gruff. <laughs> it sounded gruff like that surprised person. you, even. <laughs> I always forget that this is how she does. So this. it came out of my mouth, and I was just like, "What's going on here?" So, well, uh, we were doing some uh, recon around the um, the inner ring. We found schematics for the um, the core, and so she she lays the these schematics out in front of you guys. And she starts going over the the different points of contact. But let me sort of describe what you guys see in front of you. So obviously, as we've described many times on this podcast before, this is sort of like a bulbous thing within the center of this station. You can see schematics that go down. See, see, the problem with that description is that I I don't get it. I don't follow that one at all. Is there to a oblong, you know, like a like a like a, a grape almost. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. And so it was the whole thing is it's just a floating grape. No, no, no but it, it's pierced by like a straw, and that houses oh, like the a, elevator. <laughs> yes, I know. I, I got you it. You know, I get it now. <laughs> We've already broke Kirsten. <laughs> okay. You know what? I got it. I got it I for sure. The bulbous thing is the grape. So we are looking at the grape right now. We're going to the grape, you guys. <laughs> it's just so descriptive. <laughs> And you, you see um, the different levels of this this central location, and um, there's the obviously the you see the elevator runs the entire way through it. Now it does do a little bit of a um, sidestep when it comes to the core. So yeah, it's not a it's a futuristic elevator. So it goes sideways. Yeah. So what happens Whoa. is it, it goes Longevator, down, and the core <laughs> is actually in the center of the station, and. And so the, goes whoop. it looks like yeah, <laughs> the elevator looks like it can swing around the central location and then go back to the center once it's moved past that command sort of center. And as Rodana is sort of describing all of this, you can see that this probably is the point of origin for the uh, defense system. The core itself. Yes. Cool. Um, the the levels above and below it deal with um are the the factory production line so it has machinery for the creation of expert systems and virtual intelligences Uh, additionally it has shipping and receiving on those levels to get materials to build into these components and then also ship them out from the central location rather than having to send them to either end of the station And she draws your attention to a couple parts of the elevator. And she says, uh, one thing that this schematic shows is while we can both enter on the top part of this and move our way down through the factory into the central core, we could also continue going through the elevator and there should be a door that leads to the central core. We don't have a ton of information about what that door sort of looks like. It probably was used to move things in and out of that, that central command. 
but in all likelihood, it has a lot higher defenses since that's where we're trying to go. I mean, Micah has proven that she is very good at um, opening doors. So <laughs> I'm sure we can figure something out there. So did you say that we could take the elevator straight to there or elevator all the way down and then a set of stairs up? This is... um. So top, we could... We'll still have to manually get down there. If you could describe it as some kind of fruit salad. (laughs) A banana, banana perhaps. A banana on top of a grape, but the banana is smaller. Please avoid cantaloupe. Worst part of any kind of fruit salad. She goes on to describe, basically the idea is there are two ways that you guys can get in. Obviously, you, you you could use the elevator, but that would obviously draw immediate attention. There is two places that you could enter in from. You could either enter from the top of the grape um, and then mm-hmm. make your way down through the factory, effectively through stairs and to get to the center, to get to of, the the central of the grape. Or you could go all the way using the elevator shaft, go farther past that entrance point mm-hmm. into the center of the grape where there should be a door there. But the seed in all likelihood, it would be stronger than a work office door that Micah was able to um, hit down a couple of times and probably even stronger than other elevator doors. Um, Additionally, if some sort of alarm is raised, um, there's not a whole lot where you can go in an elevator shaft. Yeah. Um, So that's sort of what's being described to you. And she goes on to say, so we have uh, three options here, uh, two of which have a small group that manually goes down, either goes through the top and tries to make their way silently through the core into the core and turn it off, goes all the way down through the elevator and tries to go in through the back door, which high risk, but high reward. We'd be going straight there, but we don't know what we might find. And if we do get called out, we could face heavy losses. Or we could go all in, take the elevator down, let them know that we're coming, but come down with a full force upon them and try and fight our way to the central core. So, like, jam a bunch of people into the elevator? Yeah. Because that worked very well for them when they tried the same thing. I'm not a great... I don't love that plan. <laughs> but it is an idea. No, green not thinking. Just, we, just get the ideas out. We, we don't know what kind of resistance we'll face down there. In all likelihood, it is powered, but... Because there's nothing living down there, there's no life support system on. How? Okay, so <laughs> again, green hat thinking, throwing out ideas. How attached are we to the elevator? Is there any other way down if we uh, don't have the elevator? We took the ladder down the shaft. Could we do that late again? Yes. Are you going? We could to take be the manual shaft. That? Oh no. Um. <laughs> well, I would. I would probably. Well. We could figure that out later, but to extend the idea, uh, we have a bomb and we have an express way to deliver the bomb in the form of an elevator. And then we have a way down in the form of a ladder. We send the elevator down, it goes ding dong, and then everybody <laughs> tries to look and see what's in there. Surprise, it's a bomb. <laughs> so Dix has looked at this bomb. Nuke, right. Yes. yes. It's, uh, if we set that off, we will destroy the entire station. I would rather not do that. Okay, plans plan a smaller Z. bomb? If possible, we would <laughs> like to keep the central command location intact because we would like to use it at some point. And sending a bomb there to destroy it is not in our best interests. Okay. Well, that was just an idea. 
I like. It was a just spitballing. I like the I like the, the elevator surprise idea, though. I do. I do like that. Send elevate to take us down. We go through the back door. Send the elevator down later as a distraction, and we beeline it. So this back door, we're pretty sure it's going to be like really fortified. But we like. Is there any plan on how we could get through that? Because, I mean, if it's stronger than, um, you know, what we've dealt with before, I'm not going to be able to brute force through that. I'm like, I'm good at breaking down doors. And thank you, Alex. But like, (laughs) not that good. (laughs) We could reach out to Dix and see what kind of equipment he has. In all likelihood, we could have some sort of satchel charge that might be able to take, try and burn its way through. Mm. Mm. It sounds kind of iffy if we don't even know what's there. I'm kind of leaning toward just going in the front. <laughs> Maybe that's just me. I was just wondering if we could somehow take advantage of the fact that there are two doors. Say you send one party around through the front door, and then at the same time, if we can figure out how from the inside to open up the back door, and perhaps there is a large gun or something in there, that would be better than not. All right. We do believe that this door is also coded, so in all, in likelihood, in all likelihood, we could also try and hack through it. It's not similar to a uh, the other elevator uh, stops within the station where the doors open automatically. You need to know some sort of code in order to get in. We could perhaps take the elevator down. That would immediately alert that the uh, the system that we're coming. Try and hack in through that door. And if it works, we're right there. But it would know we're coming and could probably mount defenses within the core, the central command station itself. Yeah, thing is, if we send two teams, then we just have half as many folks on each side and they know that we're coming. So I don't mm. know if that is going to be the most effective thing, really. Where, I don't know. I usually don't like the the sneaky kinds of plans that count on them not knowing we're there. Because I think we can take them. We just go in the front door. But eh, if, if you or Alex want to come up with some clever plan, go for it. That's about all I've got. Giant gun in the elevator. I mean, hey, giant gun sounds not, pretty good to me. Not the most finesse plan. <laughs> but a plan. So so just to be clear, if we go into the top, they know where there, there's a front door that... If we use the elevator, they know we're there. Or we have to do more climbing. Yes. <laughs> certain Wait, death certain death or exercise. It's um <laughs> probably exercise now that I'm thinking about it, yeah. I don't know, I'm leaning towards the back door. Is there no reconnaissance team that could talk to us a little bit more about what's there? I Whether like... there's a code. I mean if there's a code and there was a key at one point. I would like to clarify something here. We've been saying front door and back door, but as I understand it, it's sort of the opposite of what that would kind of normally mean, or maybe I'm reversed. Because front door, as I understand it, is the climbing down, walk in, and it takes a while to get there, but it's not a, hello, everyone, we're here. Whereas the back door which is traditionally considered to be the more stealthy of things, we are referring to to mean the door where you drop in in the middle and try to go directly in. Yeah, let me let me clarify. So what will notify, what Radana believes will notify whatever is defending this area is actively using the elevator. So man, uh, climbing down manually 
is the more silent, stealthy approach. Mm -hmm. There is two entry points into this location. I guess there is also a third on the bottom part, but you would move all the way past everything else and have to go up then. They'd never see that coming. <laughs> You'd have to do more climbing. <laughs> this is not a problem for my character. <laughs> so the notification is the actual use of the, the elevator itself, sure. not going up and down the elevator shaft. Then there is the additional, there's probably more security on the central location, but it is sort of a back door because you won't have to go through all of these defenses. Mm. You would assume you would just be open door, you're there. And so the elevator is what we would use to use what we're calling the front door. Yeah. No, back no. Door. Am I still turned around? <laughs> I'm even more turned around than I thought. Okay. All right. Uh, we, we, okay. we got two means. Let's relabel them. Okay. We've got two means and oh, two boy. entrances. Yes. So you've got four different ways of, of going about sort of doing this. Okay. You can go stealthy and man manually climb down. You can either go through the the top the top elevator door, which you would have to then go down through the factory and then down into the central core. Or you could try and go through the freight elevator door of the central command center itself. Yep. Or you could use the elevator and either try and push through um, the defenses through the front door. You could also try and use the elevator and go in to through the um, the central location. But then you would also need you would need a code probably, and also you're effectively saying, "Hey, we're here. We are going to open this door now." And as Alex pointed out, maybe something similar will just be set up on the other side, ready to mow anything down when that right. door opens up. So knowing our options, I think that gun to my head, go now, I would climb the ladder uh, to the freight elevator door. Once we're in place, we'll, we'll see if we, can, if we can get those open. If it's looking good, um, time it so that we open the door as uh, the elevator itself is being sent down load the elevator with EMP grenades because we can't set off a nuke in here or something that will roll out. Uh, hopefully take some attention and take out some of the forces at the same time while we, I guess, do a mad dash for the central council. Okay. You'd have to get the EMP grenades from Dix. But yeah. Mm -hmm. I, could I mean, yeah, I, I'm assuming he, <laughs> he would give those to us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could probably work something out. One would help. I have one still. It's very, very useful. I was going to plan, want to I was keep planning that. on going. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I'm going to keep that. So let me just make sure um, I fully um, comprehend the plan here. As, yeah. as I said, I don't know if it's going to be like the plan, the plan, but that's kind of what Alex would do. Mm -hmm. uh, you, you are going in through the, the top part manually. Mm -hmm. Going to the freight elevator manually. Or we're using the stealthy entrance, but we're trying to get to the harder to open door that leads to the directly to the center. And where will the elevator of EMP grenades right go through to? the top? Whatever's the whatever's furthest from from the central console, probably. But I see. otherwise, something so you're that draws... you're trying to go in through effectively what is the back door, and then making a commotion a distraction at the top. Okay, yeah. Surprise. <laughs> <laughs> we could try and figure out what those code. The codes are to that, unless any of you guys are um, proficient in hacking. We don't have a, a great hacker here. Yeah. We could try and go through some. We could try and go through some of our uh, the data that we've gathered from the the inner ring and see if we can find codes for that. I tend to know my way around computers. I could probably help, but I would prefer a let's try to figure out the code beforehand as opposed to a live hacking scenario. Mm. Agreed. 
has time pressure and all that. All right. We would like to move as, as quickly as possible so we can get this all sort of locked down. We don't have to defend ourselves for any more um, retaliation from the defense system. So we'll be moving in a couple of hours. In the meantime, we'll be looking for those codes. Do you guys want anyone to go with you? We sent Tony with you last time. He was a, he was a huge help. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think we, we can handle it. Just the three of you? Yeah, I Wait, think we're good. Uh, yeah, no, Alex, you were a champ back there. Like, don't undersell yourself. You could we're always good. have another gun. Like, it's not nah, terrible. Nah, I don't think so. I think we're good. <laughs> she just looks back at you guys and, why don't you work something out and get back to me? I'm going to go try and look for those codes. There's no, there's no extra credit for doing it on our own. Like that's not. I'm but it's so go boring when we have extra the, people to do the coding thing. I have no. Yeah, I yeah. Let's. More uh, people is better, but I. Let's do go. Not have strong opinions. Let's go see Dix and Nona. You can see if you can. You and him can comb through some data, and in the meantime, we'll argue about whether to take anybody or, or that dog or something. I don't. I don't fucking know. They shall throw the dog at the bad guys. He's very heavy. So what are you guys doing right now? Going to see Dix about opening, about finding the code and also grabbing EMP grenades uh, for the plan. Yeah, okay. I'm in general pursuing code. I'm going to go help try and find the data. Okay. Also, I think I mixed up. It Zix is the the, the big one. Um, oh. Dix is the small one. Sorry, guys. Dix. Dix and Zix. Dix is the small one. Yeah. Zix, uh, Zix is... <laughs> Zix is oh. <laughs> Zix is the one with the spider tank legs and basically in, c- covered um, entirely in crystal. So you you you, were, you guys are heading over to his uh, laboratory where I think Alex you met with him last time and he was working. He on has the, the nuke, yeah. Nuke, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that you asked Alex and Alex responded. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> Lord, are you there? Um, so you guys are, are making your way there. Um, Claire was in there, just sort of listening, nodding to everything. You guys say goodbye <laughs> yeah. to her um, as you make your way that way. Um, you so stay right there. <laughs> yeah. The three of you head over to um, to Zix's sort of laboratory, and he, <laughs> you, you can see he's <laughs> he's elbow deep Zix's in some that. sort of tech. You don't, you can't quite sure what kind. It looks like a machine of some type. And um, Dix is off to the side, sort of carrying a bunch of tools. That as Zix asks for something, he'll. Yes, sir, and get hands up like a, a wrench or something, and Zix is working. And he he sees you guys enter, and he says, "Yes, can I help you?" Hello, hi, Alex. We met. I don't know if you've met everybody. Yes, you probably have. Um, we just got finished speaking with Wadana. I'm assuming you know that we're going into the core in a matter of hours. Yes. Uh, so we were hoping to get your help. We are doing a two pronged assault. Um, one stealth going in through a very heavily guarded door with uh, potentially code access. Uh, the second prong being a surprise attack with an elevator full of EMP grenades that should roll out or preferably spring out of the elevator when the doors open. Um, mm. And we figured there was nobody better to help us set this up than you. Uh, potentially going through some data, seeing if we can find the code somewhere on the station. Uh, otherwise, with uh, EMPs. I can look through some of the tech that I've found. Um, they might be a high-level admin that we could find and see if they know the codes, Just have it somewhere written in plain decks on their computer. As they do. As they do. Um, the sticky note. <laughs> we'll have to find some way to time the elevator most uh, effectively 
So it goes off right when you guys are trying to do your thing. Um, I'm not entirely sure how much defenses they'll have directly around the elevator. So we'll probably want something. And he, he's, he's going through these things and sort of like pulled up a, uh, a whiteboard and started just writing a bunch of things. He says, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we could probably do something like that. I'll probably have some sort of like, I figure some kind of slingshot as tension just in the doors when they open. It'll, you can kind of, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. That's, that's awfully a bit prehistoric, don't you think? <laughs> Sometimes primitive ways to work. And he, he starts um, drawing something up and you, you can see like the, the body of it looks to be just like a regular old EMP grenade, but it has these little wind up uh, like <laughs> tracks on it, like tank tracks on it. It's like, what we could probably do is just have EMP grenades sort of roll themselves down into the area and just start going off one by one. Um, we don't have to have too much, uh, really, uh, they don't need to be too smart. Just try and go in the right direction. And if they hit a wall, turn. Roombas. Yeah, the EMP Roombas. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, yeah well, I could probably get this uh, up in uh, a couple of hours. And he, he, he looks over at Dix and says, uh, Dix, can you uh, work on trying to get those codes from one of those uh, pieces of tech that we got? Yes, sir. <laughs> sure does a Gee, they both sound so alike. <laughs> hey! <laughs> I, only have, I only have one voice for both Ursum and <laughs> Torque. You're going to have to get used Don't to it. Don't be racist, no, no. Not all two, two voices. Don't forget Drunk Cookie Monster. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Philip. In a couple episodes, we're going to meet an Ursin, and he's going to sound like Yogi Bear. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 boo-boo. I have a mechanical eye. <laughs> I see better than your average bear. <laughs> so you guys um, talk it over, and the, the, you guys sort of described a little bit what you wanted, and they immediately sort of hop on. They're I'm very problem-solving. coding part. So you're, you're, you're going off with Dix and he yep. has just like a, a pile of sort of these different uh, com pads. Then mm. um, he just starts going through each one, sort of going in and trying to um, find the password and then look around it in the files within there. Uh-huh. Yeah, I will help with that. I have, yes. Okay. <laughs> the thing that you're about to ask, I was about to pose a question about. I have a routine called query data. This is at <laughs> level one. Oh, yes. Commit processing for the scene as a main action. Ask one question about a database you have access to and get a reply as if you had virtually unlimited time to search and examine the database's contents. Mm -hmm. I'm not 100% sure that'll work here because it's, I don't know if we're dealing with one database or we're dealing with like a bunch of smaller stuff. Yeah. So, but I wanted to to ask and see if that would be helpful at all. It, it seems that the local network is down, mm-hmm. um, just probably due to um, not a whole lot of maintenance being done on it. But the local contents of each of the computers is intact. Like some it. of them, you come across and you realize, ah, this has been um, yeah. corrupted in some way, and it's just. It's parts at that point, but you can go through, you, you get about like half, maybe a little bit less than half that actually you're still usable in some way and find gotcha. um, something on them. This was, these uh, compads were found strewn around the inner ring. So some of them come from just a data assistant or something like that, which mm-hmm. doesn't have a whole lot of very useful information. Some of them come from a little bit higher up, but no one you find um, immediately in the sort of couple of minutes that you were going through anyone with high enough clearance to know that the the code to that um, central command location. I am trying to figure out where I left. 
Dr. Reed's Kyle laptop. Reed's laptop. I believe it was in the um, the ship. So you could go and look at that and say, one moment. <laughs> I can uh, I can go get the laptop. I'm honestly not very helpful here. I don't right. I don't know how that's fair. I don't know how stealthy we were trying to be about that. Um, I don't know. Projection disc. I think I'm actually hmm. carrying it on me. Oh, all right. So you're like, wait, let me take out this laptop and see if I can find it. I, I think I would attempt to do a, I'm digging through the piles. Oh, look, a thing I found mm-hmm. kind of deal. Not that it's anyone's business but my own. I want you to give me a, what would this be? A dexterity sneak check. Oh, no. um, Fantastic. I will say the only people in this room that uh, would... Actually, you know what? Care about this? Well, that hmm? would be dumb. If I take it from the pile, I have to put it back in the pile. Um, so I'm not going to do that. Instead, I'm going to go, hey, this is one of the things that I claimed is my own. <laughs> I suppose that <laughs> scavenger's rights. Yeah. And say, this might have some useful information on it. And make a big show of this is mine. Okay. Yeah. Exact opposite of stealth, in fact. I've been in this house for two weeks. <laughs> it's mine now. So remind me of that routine that you were talking about. I, what exactly can it do? It um is... Oh, I have too many notes. I need to start making multiple And you've tasks. been able to open this compad before. Yes, um, I think I got into it successfully. Um, Commit processing for the scene as a main action. Ask one question about a database you have access to and get a reply as if you had virtually unlimited time to search and examine the database's contents. So you can basically do like queries very quickly. Yeah. So, so you're looking from. specifically for this command central uh, code. Yeah. It's on there. Yay! So you guys have the access codes now to, so you don't have to like blow your way in or anything like that. You can just manually make your way down, enter those codes, which is just like an alphanumeric string of things. Yeah. Um, So make sure to write it down on a piece of paper. Yes, I'm going to immediately share these codes with the rest of my... What does Nona using her query look like? This is like USB port, like from the tip of her fingers. She's just like, I'm really sure. (laughs) On like a local wireless connection. Yeah, I think there would be something a little bit more mechanical Mm -hmm. about it. So describe what 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 you think it looks like, Kirsten. I think it looks like. Yes. Um. Good. Honestly, before we started talking about like mechanical access to things, I was kind of thinking like really fast typing. <laughs> yeah, like basically that. <laughs> Too fast. Um. But if not that, I would suspect. My, well, I don't. I don't know if Nona would have this, but the thing I would envision being sort of a sci-fi nerd mm-hmm. is kind of like something in the hand, like the fingertips or whatever, and you just kind of like. USB port. Yeah. All right. Kind of thing. So as um, Zix is elbow deep and creating a bunch of these little like EMP uh, Roombas. <laughs> He's just gluing wheels onto them. <laughs> Come on, kind of dude. dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> primitive my ass. Hey, you got a slingshot. You just go, boo. <laughs> His walking dude thing. And uh, Dix is obviously on computers, so they're they're not really noticing what you're doing, sort of very s- uh-huh. slowly. And you um, connect to the laptop, sort of I internal um, memory, and you're able to find you, you like do a query of mm-hmm. um, 
these types of codes and it, it is encrypted, but you're able to pass through that encryption. Like you have access to it. And now you have this plain text password that you can Fantastic. put in um, to gain access to that. Um, Great. That back door that we were talking about before. I'm going to memorize this and then I'm going to make sure to un USB myself from the computer and say, I found it. All right. And then Dix looks up and is like, oh, awesome. You must've taken a pretty high, uh, Ad, admin yeah yeah <laughs> all i was finding was like love letters between different people and people writing emails about how they hate their job and it's just why would you write that on an email in your job i don't know <laughs> so you guys have had the codes now i i guess rodana has come back comes back to you guys and says we weren't able to find anything you're like we got it though so you guys have your um you have your little your little um, army of EMP Roombas. You have um, the codes in order to get into that centralized location. So one of the things that Rodan would definitely come back and talk to you guys about is if you guys need any additional help, which Alex and Micah, oh, no. you need to talk about. <laughs> oh, we forgot to discuss. Um, I want. I would like another gun. I don't see any any downside to having another person to point and click <sighs> you know like as, who's around besides tony though logistics i guess okay yeah we could not take tony <laughs> i'm perfectly uh, happy not taking tony <laughs> i guess it makes sense the amount of spite we feel for this <laughs> almost completely undefined <laughs> character he's only been kind to us <laughs> yeah, objectively he was really fine <laughs> He wanted, he wanted to make sure that Nona was, like, not hurt. He was like, hey, Alex, why are you, like, mad? They <laughs> threw him under the he gets, bus. He gets nothing but scorn. Yeah, because he started out as a, a little bit of an anime. <laughs> emo lord. Somewhere inside me, I feel like you're trying to avenge your clan. And I, <laughs> and I hate it. Honestly, I just don't vibe with that. So... Um, he, <laughs> are you guys effectively can, going to bring this to Rodana? We, we can take like one other help. person who's not Tony. <laughs> going to let Micah lead on that conversation. Who do you have, who do you have that's not Tony? <laughs> um, so Rodana, um, she obviously comes back to you guys and is um, talking about this. She's like, uh, we have a couple of other people, some Ursum. Um, obviously, uh, Fu and Diane are kind of out right now with Foo injured and Diane looking after him, but uh, why not Tony? I don't honestly, you know, we we just didn't really connect. You know, it's kind of uh, I think we have different uh different styles. Yeah. You know, it just didn't work out. I know what to tell you. It just didn't work out. I'm I'm not I'm not going to lie to you. There's literally no reason <laughs> not to take Tony. <laughs> Uh, I mean, he didn't trust me when I just, said I was fine. You know what? Just us three. Fine. I'm fine with that. Just us three. <laughs> we know each other. Yeah, just us three, you know. I wanted we, to uh, <laughs> No, we're not taking food. He will he will die. Oh no, I thought I thought we said there was other Ursum available. Oh you did. So the, the Paragon freelancers came out of the Paragon clan, which is an Ursum clan. There are a bunch of other space pandas. That are around. Guys, I want to um, take a space panda. You guys just want to take uh, one of the space pandas? <laughs> no. I mean, Kirsten does. We are tripping over ourselves on this no, decision. No, no, Rodana, Rodana's now. like, Nona uh, does not care about this decision Tony's one of our best Kirsten. guns. 
I. <laughs> We would hate it if, no, no, if that's all trying to figure no, out. No, no, like, we, was he mean to you guys? No, he was great. We was would, he unprofessional? We would hate it if Tony died. I didn't died. realize that you were so emotionally invested, Rodana, and in us taking Tony. I didn't yes, know that about Rodana. you. Rodana. Sometimes you have to let the bird fly from the nest, Rodana. <laughs> you understand that this is a business, and if you have issues with one of my employees, I need to know about it so I can reprimand them accordingly. Do the, are you HR? Have you been <laughs> HR this whole time? I'm the CEO. <laughs> You're incorporated? No. <laughs> All right. I'm very confused. I'm off the rails here, I have an friend. minister of plus one, and I'm very confused. <laughs> so well, this is... I don't think we're trying to start any shit. We just think it would make the most sense if we go down by ourselves and get all the salvage rights for ourselves. Oh. Greed. Greed. So... We already discussed previous salvage rights. You are you guys are getting paid previously. We're wrapping up the job now. Yeah, but the stuff we more? can pick up from down there. <laughs> she gives you like her eyes sort of like narrow. Hey, listen, if we get it done, we get it done, lady. Space capitalism. Honestly, I'm just going with the flow now. I, I, I Where are we in this conversation? What's happening? Great. <laughs> I'm the only person I've ever met with this accent, and I'm literally just vibing. <laughs> All right, hold Rodana, on. we just want to go in the hole. Can we do that? Can you let us do that? Oh, you know what? my God. Do whatever you guys want. <laughs> We're such a mess. Fuck yeah. Negotiating. <laughs> I'm so tired, guys. Side note, David's been up since like four in the morning, <laughs> something like that, True. taking care of a new puppy. <laughs> You're already riding on, uh, driving on fumes, aren't oh, you? Oh, man. <laughs> All right. So after that mess of a conversation, <laughs> it's, it's just going to three of you guys. Okay. Um, uh, Rodana has um, given you guys uh, a similar um, tool that Tony used in order to open up the elevator door the first time for you okay. guys to go down. So you guys have a tool in order to open up that shaft on the... Um, I would assume you start from the the second mm. ring rather than the first ring and have to climb like <laughs> 40 minutes. That'd be great, yeah. <laughs> so you guys have um, that tool. They've rigged up some uh, a, a call. So uh, what are the... What are the things called? Compads. Com- not is it compad? Walkie-talkie. The walkie-talkie thing is a compad. I thought compad. That's was what the phone. Oh, is. data slab. Yeah, uh, data, data slabs are the data slabs are the big ones. Compad. So Zix comes up to you, Alex, because you seem to be the most sane of the three of you right now. Uh, Zix, why why did I not take Tony? <laughs> I'm immediately regretting my decision. Uh, so give us a call on this number here when you're about to enter and we will send the elevator down with our EMPs. Good, yeah. I am going to, if at all possible, write the password on people's vac suit arms. Is this a vac suit kind of situation? It is a vac suit kind of situation. And I'm hoping the password is something a little bit more complicated than password. If it's something that there is any chance that people wouldn't, be able to instantly remember. It's a string of alphanumeric things. It's not the most e- easiest remember mm-hmm. thing to remember. Is the string swordfish? <laughs> no. Okay. It, it, it doesn't make up a word. Damn. Okay. So That's good. Hard. Good security. Good password security. So I'm gonna. I'm going to write that on whatever they're intending to wear down, so that if something should happen to I mean, me, 
Oh, I see what you're saying. I, I know it. You're like, you're giving them post-it I'm notes. redundancies. Yeah, yeah, that's completely fair. You're making sure everyone is aware of the, the note. Yeah, um, you can just scribble that on my arm right here. Exactly. Awesome. So yeah, does it got... have to be permanent marker? <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's like futuristic permanent marker. That shit never comes wow. off. Wow. <laughs> so um, I assume you guys are going down in the similar fashion that you did before, Micah. You're going to be using your sort of pressure field. Mm-hmm. Nona, you're going to be not using an armored back suit because you don't need a back suit. back suit, yeah. And Alex will be using the armored back yeah. suit. Okay, cool. For sure. Yeah. So you guys head to the elevator. You guys want to do anything else before you head to the elevator? Actually, I should. Um, if there are extra EMP grenades, that I'm assuming that they're probably all on wheels. But if there are any that are not, I want to you know grab one or two. Yeah. Um. There's a. You can see. Are you going to ask Zix specifically for them, or are you just going to take them? <laughs> oh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna ask Zix. Uh, you know, as he's kind of gluing Hot Wheels to him or whatever. Um, <laughs> Oh, uh, like uh, Zix can actually take one or two. I don't want to take away from the distraction, but you know, if shit hits the proverbial space fan, I would like to have a little bit more than one. Yeah, I can. I can get that for you. And he he drops you a, a three nice. um, EMP grenade, so you now have a total of four, I believe. I do. All right, I'm all set. Okay, so you guys are all geared up and you are ready to head down. So just for just yeah. for sanity's sake, I remember that one of my spare projects that I was working on was incorporating mm. my more or less backup life into the ship. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm fine with whatever state that is in, but we might want to, for the record, know what that state is. So in uh, two days, so I, I looked up, there is a thing in, within the rules called ship mods, so I might want to talk about it. There's not exactly sure. a ship mod for that, but so there's a thing within Stars Without Number that allows you to mod, put out modifications of mm-hmm. your, um, your 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 different um, tech and also your ships. This mm-hmm. allows you to... Um, be a little bit of a tinker, especially for experts with um, like extra fix. And I think there's some amount of mods that you can have that is equal to, I think, your fix number or something. But we'll, we'll deal with that mechanically in a little bit. But this is something that you would be able to do. It would be a little expensive. Mm-hmm. So obviously, all of the parts to controlling the ship are already there. Mm-hmm. But there's not a whole lot of parts to augment um, a, a consciousness yeah interacting with it so you will need to it's not just about making a command like sure thing um where you i can think stick your thing in it it requires some extra wiring throughout the entire ship in order to make everything work together level one goal would just have to would be to have it be not not necessarily that i could control the ship but maybe if it's got like a comm system which i think it does like hooking that up to it okay. and if, if that is a thing that is more reasonable to do and like put it in the ship in a place that is not just like, because before it was just kind of laying around with a little speaker attached yeah, to it. Yeah, it, it was hidden, I think, mm-hmm. uh, a little bit, but it was just sort of laying around. So, so I want to put it like in the ship as in like behind a panel weld the thing and also have it hooked into the speakers. I don't necessarily need it to get to the point of... Being able that to conscious fully, can drive yeah, the ship. I will say with the amount of time that you've had, we, we might need to discuss exactly how sure. much effective parts, because this would require some of those pre-tech parts that you were using, yeah, um, sure. sort of hoarding before for um, healing yourself and stuff like I'm that. Um, so it would require some of those parts and probably some time. 
and effort uh, and probably also buying some things that um, extra things just for from like the Paragon freelancers sure. saying like, hey, do you have an extra bit of this thing lying sure. around or this? So we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about what that expenditure is at sure. another time or off air. Um, but yes, you were cool. able to do that. If you were to move from this core into the other core, mm -hmm. you would have access to, you would effectively be able to work on the comms yeah. part of the ship. Okay, that so, seems reasonable. And that also would allow you to call anyone else if need be and also talk through uh, the ship itself. That is, that sounds like a good good state to be at. Cool. I'm okay I'm with a, this. I'm going to make note of that in case something bad happens to Nona and that happens. Just, just in case. My mighty, what, nine HP? Can yeah. withstand any attack. <laughs> yep, it's nine. All right, anything else before you guys head down? So, no, I think, yeah, we're going to help load the, the MP grenades into the elevator and then head down ourselves. Yeah, that probably makes sense. If, yeah, because we're kind of going down. I right mean, it's just like putting right. a bunch of Roombas inside. <laughs> Heard the Roombas. Into Go, my children. I, I say Roombas, but they're a little bit more sophisticated than Roombas. They're able to make their way like out into the area, um, but there's they're not super smart. Whereas a Roomba would just bounce around the elevator. And <laughs> yeah, and then you get caught on a rug. The <laughs> there's guys around the elevator. And then destroy the elevator. Yeah, and they have like would, a, a little would, LED display with like a little face on it. It's like happy face, frowny face yeah. when it bumps into a wall. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Excellent. No. Okay, that's, what I like that's exactly what we're dealing good, with good, here. Good, good, good. Uh, I, I'm also going to, for stealth reasons, write the password on my arm as well, even though I do not need that. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. We're ready for it. Who's going down first? Because there'll be the... I will go down first. I... All right. Okay. I was going to say, normally no. I would I would suggest me, I open the door, you jump in. It hey. seems to be yeah, your... That, I, I was going to go down in case there was something already there when we get to the ground floor. Oh, I see. Alex wants to be in the back. In case he falls, somebody needs to be able to catch him. <laughs> But uh, listen, if, should if you, we like you wanna, safety tether ourselves together this time so there's less chance of falling and dying? Is there still kind of that grate behind the ladder so it's hard to actually fall? There's you can still fall down. You can't <laughs> okay. fall. It, it yeah. There's still the grate so you can't necessarily fall into the shaft fall itself all the way up. But you but can yeah. still fall down the ladder. Sure, that sure. is a thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, before, I don't think you guys had tethers. You we just didn't. Went. I'm just yeah. thinking, having learned from last time and being concerned about people falling, perhaps we do want to... Yeah, la last time you were definitely a lot, uh, or were more stealthy. Yeah. Um, this one, you're going up to a very, possibly a very fortified location and might need to defend yourself from there. So yeah. if you guys would like, that is something that you could... Easily get from the Paragon freelancers. Okay. Yeah, uh, I think additionally, are there things that smart. you guys are bringing as opposed to not bringing um, before you head down? Mm. Um, I'm not letting you guys just have a bag of holding. You, there is yeah. encumbrance and stuff. But yeah, yeah I'm, fo I'm following that. I have, I believe, both my normal data slab and the black slab, like the hacking one. Yeah. I'm currently just carrying around uh, Reed's laptop. I think I'd like to go switch those out. Mm -hmm. Put Reed's laptop in my room and then take the thing that is particularly good at hacking. Mm -hmm. You know, just on the off chance. Yeah, so I think I'm going to take the same loadout as on our last mission, which is just having the meta tool and I think the uh, monoblade knife as a backup weapon. Okay. I'm probably going to leave the mirror ball and the wide awake serum, those drugs. 
the and ones that help people like stay up the one that's helped people stay up and focus i'm gonna stash hidden in my room somewhere well hidden hopefully <laughs> gotta yeah. hide it from your uh druggy space daughter yeah uh, well a little bit yeah Aww, baby but i think that everything else i'm taking okay cool i will i will leave so i have two separate things i've got like spare parts which I think are just general spare parts, and then something else we referred to as various robot Healy things. Are those just? I don't all think spare I. Re- parts? I don't think I referred to it as various robotic <laughs> things. I um, mentioned that. No one corrected me. So. I'm pretty sure those are your exact I, I, words. I, I think those are the same thing. They're the same thing. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, effectively, what you were doing is you were harvesting like components from these. Yeah, but intelligences. I thought I had originally maybe i i'm completely making stuff out but i thought i originally before we even went to that second ring level mm-hmm. brought like some spare parts with me in the hope like just from the ship we had like the the pile of scrap oh, that, that, yeah stuff. that's more like scrap than spare part okay, uh, cool. yeah there's there's different levels like that that stuff would is very bulky and is used to make maintain like ship stuff gotcha. the stuff that you've been gathering on glazov 5 is a lot more like it has that advanced sort of circuit boards and stuff like that um so it it's the more expensive bit than just like the, the scrap itself cool um okay. and that's that's what will allow you to heal the, the the scrap itself the um the big scrap the like the ones that you have like five or so tons of cool. that um glank gave you um, yeah. is for fixing the ship. Okay, cool. Or fixing large vehicles or something uh, like that. Large things. Appropriately. And that reminds me, uh, would you two feel any safer if you had uh, one of those badass guns that we picked up in the other area? Would you like that? They're probably pretty cool. <laughs> Haven't shot one yet. I don't know what it does. Would that, I mean, would that would be, be good for you? <laughs> I know you don't drink. Sorry, oh, it's a John Mulaney joke. I don't I don't know what those weapons do. I don't think. I think I I'm fine with my rifle. Yeah, you sure? I mean they look pretty cool. I'm gonna take one of those, I think. I've actually currently I've got one, but I don't know if it's the one I want to have. Because I I currently have a laser pistol a pistol, a laser rifle, and one of the weird shotguns. So like my two normal weapons and I had picked up and was carrying the pre-tech around shotgun. the pretech mm. shotgun. So it was these owned by the invading force? The um Yeah, the, the these were carried by the Terran mandate operatives. Yeah. So what we've got on the ship right now is some of those same shotguns that uh Nona's got one of, mm-hmm. uh, and some combat rifles and some SMGs. Can we just fire one? Is there a quiet place we can fire one? Yeah, yeah I mean, you, you guys, yeah. you guys still range. had some time before you were going to do it. You yeah. could go. We were sorting out inventory before. No, we there's were, a there's a firing the range here, so yeah, yeah, you can definitely um, go there. Um, yeah, let's, let's do, that. do that. I want to go fire my shotgun. You know that makes some sense. We should maybe see what they do before we take them, <laughs> and maybe like yes, uncover their stats. <laughs> yeah, because a little part of me is like, well, maybe they'll load it up to fight robots. Yeah, I mean, maybe. So let's do that. Sure. All right, so you guys head over to um, the, the firing range. Um, are you bringing each um, type? Yeah, like, yeah, I'll, I'll take, t- take one, one of each. each. Okay. I mean, I'm just going to hold on to my shotgun, but if nobody else was going to take one of each. And you are you each going to take a, to sh- a shot at it, or are you just one of you, or who's doing this? I'm stepping back. Alex isn't going to pick up a gun he doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, 
the, Nona seems the most interested, so maybe yeah, she can I'm just do it. I'm not fire my shotgun. Right. I'm not amazing with normal do a roll guns. to hit. Um, I forget how that d20. Okay, d20 just plus shoot, or is it plus dex and shoot? Dex and shoot, I think. Uh, yeah, dex, dex and shoot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe there's also an attack bonus that you kind of five. Okay, so, mm-hmm. um, you know how the, there's those papers at the end with like the a humanoid sort of yeah. silhouette, and you, you you take a shot at it, and you take a you're you're off target. Nice. Like you cool. you hit it, and like it's it's abdomen or something. Um, but can you roll after taking a, a couple of shots with it? Can you roll an intelligence notice? No wisdom notice. God damn it! Sorry. Or an no, it'll it, it has to be an. It, this is more of like a feel thing. It's not a, like a no thing. So. But you have to like know it. <laughs> Seven. We're never gonna figure out what these fucking guns do. <laughs> so you you take a couple of shots with it, and mm. it feels good. Um, it, oh. it has a. No, 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 no. <laughs> not like that. Not oh. like a. Oh yeah. No, no, not like that. It, okay. It, okay. It, it's it's like it's like when you take a swing with a baseball bat and you hit it directly in that sweet spot and you just sure. sort of go through it. It doesn't give you that ringing. It's just uh-huh. it's a nice sort of firing to it. And what this means mechanically is that um, you have both plus one two damage and two hit. Like oh. it is a little bit more devastating on the other side of things. And it also feels just, you, you aim better with it. Cool. This is true for the shotgun, for the submachine gun, as well as the combat rifle. Now, as we also described before, the, it has this like exhaust port, right, right? Where the ammunition for like these different types of weapons normally would. Mm-hmm. And you take a couple of shots with it that you would normally take to sort of go through the entire magazine. Yes. And as you get to the point where you would be done with that magazine, mm-hmm. you try and fire again. Nothing actually fires, mm-hmm. but you hear uh, whirring on the inside of these machines as it seems to, like pull in something from the atmosphere. And you hear just a. Ka-chunk. Oh, that ain't great. <laughs> and as you fire it again, it is full again with ammunition again. So what this means mechanically is while you still need to effectively re- uh, reload on your turn, this ammunition is unlimited. Nice. Nice. But it's, would it be useless if there was no atmosphere? Uh, I think there are specific weapons that work better with one... In uh, Zero-G, I think they're called like void carbines or something like that. But because it deals with um, project, making a, a, a pro- firing a projectile um, and it's not dealing with actually, it's not, there's no explosion or anything like mm-hmm. that. It's almost more like a rail gun kind of deal, but not mm. like a big rail gun. Mm-hmm. You would assume that it fires just fine in um, in. Yeah, I think uh, we're I think more worried about, it's, about it's what he meant about the pulling and stuff from <laughs> the, the reloading to reload it. I think is what he meant. What happens if there when was, there's no atmosphere? If there was no air, if you were in void and you ran out, would it not be able to reload? Yeah, that's a good question. That you're not aware of. Okay. okay. Well, go we'll have to probably, find out. Probably not. <laughs> Let's go find out. Let's fuck around and find out. Cool. Um, I'm going to stick to my laser rifle. As long as there's that doubt, Alex isn't going to take it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to stick with my telekinetic weapons, obviously. But, I'm uh, going to bring the shotgun. Nice. 
Okay. I like your shotgun. Shotgun's good. All oh, right. Also, oh, never mind. I didn't actually fire anything last time. I was just, if. Didn't you? Did you? I don't know. Uh, either way, we discussed and I went and got more ammo. So all of my things that still rely on traditional ammo are at full. Yeah, you guys are all like <laughs> exactly. fully loaded up. It's been a couple of days. Okay. Cool. Great. I will probably eventually want to know stats on that, but we'll figure it out when we try and hit something. I mean, I can give you the stats right now. Sure. Yeah, if you're willing. Well, what are you, for the combat shotgun? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let me look that up. I got it right here. I'm so like prepared. Options. Maybe we snipped this part. <laughs> Quite possible. No, yeah. it's fine. It's mm-hmm. fine. Um, <laughs> <Okay>. So <laughs> the damage is uh, 3d4 plus one. The uh, range is... So the maximum range is 10. Oh, it's only 10 meters. That's not super good. I mean, that's how... Shotgun is shotgun. Yeah. So Video ten, game shotguns. 10 right. meters, it will fire like regularly with a regular two hit. And its maximum range is 30 meters. Um, I forget what exactly happens once you go past a certain distance. I think like your two hit um, gets reduced by like two or something like that. Gotcha. Also, the other two have a shock stat. And it is 12 uh, magazine. The shock stack is for melee weapons. Oh, I see. Cool. Um, And melee um, in Stars Without Number, if you try and hit something and you miss, uh, depending on how low the AC, the um, thing that you're trying to hit is, you will still hit it for some damage. Hmm. Cool. Um, additionally, the combat shotgun can be fired in um, burst mode, which um, effectively fires, uses three shots, but gives you plus two to, to hit into damage. Got it. Okay, cool. It's cool. also true with the combat rifle um, that you guys have. Cool. So there's that. We know what the guns do. Also probably going to want the the tethers for climbing safety. Yep. Cool. So you guys, I think you guys are ready. Is there anything more that you think you need? I think we're suited up. I think, I think that's good. it. Time to journey into the dark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Once more into the fray. Here we go. All right. So um, I'm not sure who. Let, let's say, um, Nona, you're the one operating the tool. So you, you take the tool in. You pry open those doors. You, you, you've gotten the elevator in between so you can sneak mm-hmm. underneath it and get into that maintenance shaft. I'm, I'm going to try and stand ready behind her for when the door opens in case there's something right there. Yep. So the, the door opens. There's nothing directly there. There's no uh, like uh, elevator itself, like car itself there. It is just the shaft. And it is, you know, the same elevator shaft that you went down before. Dark and a dim, dimly lit. Who? What is the order that you guys are going to head down in? I think... As long if you're fine with it, I'd still like to go first to open door and then move kind mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah, we'll, we'll do that. That works. Oh, and I please. can spot Alex. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So Nona, then Micah, then Alex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's a similar, similar um, way down the shaft. It is, again, a long journey, about 15, 20 minutes of just climbing and climbing and climbing. As you guys are making your way farther down and down, you pass uh, a door. Um, this is what you would have known as the sort of the front door. Got it. Itself. You guys aren't going in there. You're not. That's You're where that's the in. Roomba entrance. Yeah, that's the, that's the Roomba entrance. <laughs> and so you guys keep making your way past that door, and it's another five minutes, and you realize that the it is no longer straight up and down mm. this elevator shaft. It appears to sort of slowly, what is that, decline? 
So you, rather than um, going straight down anymore, you're, you're also going slightly laterally. Mm-hmm. Um, similar, this is where you would assume that the elevator shaft sort of like does that little side step around the command console. Right. And then as as that sort of banks out, it will then, it declines again. Um, so you are uh, face straight up and down. Mm-hmm. So you guys are, it was hard, then it was a little bit easier since you guys were going slightly <laughs> sideways. Now it's hard again. Sure. And you guys come uh, to another door. This looks very different than the doors that you had seen, um, both on, on the inside where you came from, as well as the first one that you passed. Those were pretty standard doors, but this one seems heavy duty. Mm-hmm. There is a uh, coating panel that you can see on the the inside Um Sorry, on the inside, on the out outside of the elevator door. So just slightly to the um, what would that be? Well, it depends on where you look at it. From where you guys are looking from it, it the the panel is in between this this maintenance sh- shaft, this ladder, mm-hmm. and the door itself. No, no, you see this first since you were going first. Um, what do you do? So here is I'm having a little bit of trouble visualizing this is there any like sort of platform or are we going directly from there, ladder to to door there is a a minor platform there's with like a, a little bit of a yeah there's a little bit of a lip there okay. so you can sort of go in between and it does have some handrail otherwise space ocean would yell at me yeah <laughs> thank god how many of us so can fit on that uh, just one okay okay so I assume Nona, you're stepping out onto that lip, and Micah, you're gonna go down and sort of be like next to her. Yeah, and I'm gonna try and like yeah, see her inputting the thing, and then try and look through if and when the door opens, mm-hmm. um, well, and kind of stand ready to right. act does, if anything happens there. Does opening this door alert stuff? Did Rodon ever mention that? Was my thought. Yeah. I was thinking this is the point in time. Send the elevator. We send the elevator down. Oh, yeah. We wait that to was hear commotion. Okay, just checking. Yeah, I'm not yeah, gonna yeah. just go then. Maybe not but, even wait to hear, just kind of trust timing if we got like a time on things, because we don't know if we're gonna be able to hear the elevator. That's um, fair. Yeah, there's a bit of distance. Yeah, so yeah, I assume you would hash this out so you mm. guys would have a, a general idea of how long it would take for the elevator to get there as well as for the EMPs to do their thing. Mm-hmm. And that would be like about like five minutes or so, yeah. um, probably like a minute or two for the elevator itself. And then uh, a little bit for the those the EMP grenades to sort of walk out and start making yeah. their commotion. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So at that I'm point. Um, do that. And yeah. while we're waiting, that probably unclipping tethers so we're not all tied to each other mm-hmm. yeah so, okay so you're no longer all tied to each other um mm-hmm. are you tying off to anything else i'll tie it to the railing okay so no no you're tied to the railing micah and alex i'm just holding on to the ladder i think yeah same okay um i'll call six okay we're in place send the elevator down uh yeah Agreed upon time and all that. <laughs> if, if we didn't have a time, that's where I would have asked them, but you know. Okay. Um, so uh, Dix sort of responds on the other end and says, the payload has been sent. <laughs> one, one thousand. <laughs> and you guys are just sort of waiting there and you can hear rumbling that going on above you. Um, again, mm-hmm. you guys are out. Like, even if an elevator car came by you, mm-hmm. you are sort of within 
sort of this this shaft in a safe spot so mm. it's not like you have to go into some sort of um <laughs> wall crawling yeah you know the things that happen like in subways where you have to go into like one of those ah. alcoves and you're like oh no mm -hmm. so you hear this and it's slow low rumbling and it gets louder and louder and louder until you hear it stop and that's about where you would assume when mm -hmm. it has reached its stop and is opened. 299, 1,000, 300, 1,000. No, no, I assume cold. you guys wait um, a, a certain amount of yeah, time. Yeah, about as much. Ideally, we would like to get as close to timing it with the beginning of the chaos. Yeah, when the elevator possible. comes down. Yeah. yeah. Punching the code. So, yeah, when it's happening. We're yeah. Kind of, um, what kind of saving throws do you guys have? Oh, that. That's never a great question. I'm not glad you Physical, asked. mental, evasion, and luck. <laughs> um, You're right. Ouch. All right. Kirsten, I, I want you to roll a, um, a a luck saving throw. So saving throws okay. are when bad shit happens to you, so you have to roll to see if the bad shit actually happens. Cool. Um, so we're trying to get at or above yes. on a d20. Cool. I'm doing this for the timing of everything. So oh, we're rolling a d20. And for reference, my enough. rolls are 13, 12, 12, and 13. I did 13. not make it. Things probably, bad shit's probably going to happen. Mm. <laughs> it's all right. So um, you, you heard this this low sort of um, rumble before. Mm. You tried to time it up. And you open up the um, the, the console and start mm -hmm. going in and trying to put in the, uh, the passwords. And you hear... Um, both below you and above you, some sort of like skittering happening. Um, oh, I forgot like to check the vents. Metal, <laughs> metal against metal, and it's. Can everyone make a uh, a wisdom um, notice check, please? Roll three d six. I suppose. Drop as low as. Wisdom and notice. Yeah, that seems about right. Nine. Nine. <laughs> that was cool. Join us, Micah. Five. Oh. Uh, Micah is too busy watching Nona to notice anything, but Nona and Alex, you guys um, look around to sort of see where the, the source of this noise is coming from. And you both see um, silhouettes, humanoid silhouettes, you know, because ghost silhouettes. <laughs> oh, ghost oh, no. is haunted. Um, that would be hilarious. two below you and two above you. Sweet. And they're getting closer and closer. But as they get closer and closer, the, the silhouettes, they seem to be less and less humanoid. You see six appendages sort of um, crawling along the outside of this elevator shaft and a long articulated tail at the back end. Um, and as it gets closer and closer, you guys see that this is some sort of robotic amalgamation. Hmm. Uh, the torso, <laughs> the torso of these robotic things seem to have been made from like the security bots. These arms were from the soldier bots hmm. and they can sort of like swing around the chassis itself such that the arms can basically flex backward while it's facing forward at you. They and can't do that. Don't, <laughs> don't let them do that. And the the <laughs> no. tail is uh, a bunch. Uh, you, you can see almost it looks like the arm segments of a security bot sort of 
all uh, attached to one another to form mm-hmm. this long tail where at the end it has one of those stun batons. Mm-hmm. And the face is one of the, um, the, the calm operators similar to what Adam is. Mm-hmm. Just an amalgamation of all of these different types. Yeah. And there's four of them right now. Two above and two below you that are crawling at you. And we are going to need to uh, roll for initiative. Oh. Okay. Cool. Hey, no, no. Why'd you stop typing in the password? Oh, my God. What the <laughs> fuck is that? Yeah, no. I was planning I was planning more of a type, 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 uh, Micah. Type, 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 type. All right. We're going yeah, to I'm, need to pause while we get things yeah, ready. Cool. Okay. God. Okay. Um, cool. I love these things. They're cool. I like them. I asked that if you're going to EMP things, EMP things down. We can't we can't do things. Uh, they're on the walls. They're, yeah, on the they're, walls. They're, they're crawling up and down the shaft. So, Philip, if you'd like to describe sort of what I've drawn out here. Yeah, it's quite disturbing. So uh, so we've got me, uh, me on the ladder behind Nona, who's on the platform. Alex is right above me. And then like on the walls, out above and below us, but yeah, on a different axis, we've got two robots that are above the spot where Nona is punching in the password and two that are quite a bit below. And yeah, so things like an EMP grenade probably wouldn't work because they're on a vertical surface. Yep. Cool. Great. Awesome. Super fun times. So uh, Nona with your nine that allows you to go first in this combat. Where's the closest one? So the closest ones are probably the ones above you guys. They're, I think, uh, a little bit closer than the ones uh, below. Okay. Um, and range. How far away would you say they are? Uh, they are probably about 10 meters away from you. The ones below you are probably about 20 <laughs> meters away from you. I know exactly what you're going to do. Yay! I get to use the shotgun. Okay. <laughs> Quick question. As I understand it, you get an attack and you get one other thing you can do? Uh, yeah. You guys... Should probably see these this the oh, sheet of things. Yeah. Um, but it's generally an attack and a move action, uh-huh. and some things might take a move action. I think reloading takes a move action and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But you would be able to, for example, if you wanted to take a shot and try and start punching in that. That was exactly my thought. I think maybe um could you actually can I is there only three of those? <laughs> I'm sorry, Philip. Sorry. Yeah, use a skill as a main action, which would probably be entering in that password. So I so you can't cannot both fire do and both fire. try and fire okay. at the same time. Well, I guess since I'm going first, then I will sacrifice my code entering ability to do this. Great. I am going to aim at actually I'm trying to figure out. Yeah, no, that's probably that's probably better. Um, I will do the shotgun at the one that is closest to me. Okay. Um, because he's 10 meters away. And so that is 3d4. Well, we I have, have to, to roll the hit. Roll the hit, which is a 20. d20. Uh, and then you add your dex, shoot, as well as your attack bonus, I believe. Oh. Is that not true? I believe um, that's just, true. I don't think I've been doing that. Oh, yes, you should be doing that. <laughs> yeah. Well, because it, the various weapons have a like attack of three next to them. I'm not sure what you're referring to. Yeah, no, that's the problem. Never mind. Oh, there's the attack bonus. That's that's what it's doing. It's adding the three of those together. There you go. So oh, it's yeah. a total of three, one, one, and one. It yep, there you go. It on the sheet for you. I got a 13 plus three equals 16. 
that hits. So you, you take a, a shot at probably the one closest to you that is crawling like right above you. Hmm. You take a shot at it and you hit it directly um, center of mass. Can you roll for damage, please? I think yes. that's 3d4 plus... Yes, 3d4. One. Uh, yes, plus one. Ten. So you hit that one squarely in the chest. It loses its grip of the, the wall and just starts to plummet down the elevator shaft you can assume that it's dead um if the shot did not kill it itself the fall certainly would the next one is um the two uh i called these um <laughs> spider jaguar bots oh, okay <laughs> wow Hell yeah. that much but all right um, named and- after jeff's middle school metal band <laughs> oh they're fast <laughs> oh, they're fast. Oh, boy. They're, oh, they moved they're zooming. <laughs> oh, they're really close now. <laughs> and they, uh, they closed the distance. The bottom two both moved, and they closed the distance to our intrepid adventures. Alex, you're next. Right. Shit. <laughs> Do I have a foothold to shoot here? Like, would I be able to? I don't believe. So what you could do is what Tony did. Uh, briefly when you guys were going down is sort of lean up against that grate. You can fire out of the grate. It is like a chain link kind of, but a little Mm. bit stronger than that. So you could lean up against it and try and fire through the grate at these things. Or if you want to be a little bit more stable, you could take out like a um, a pistol pistol. and have three points of contact and fire out at one of those. Uh, I am going to climb up the ladder a little bit as much as I can. Okay. Um, I want to get out of EMP grenade range of Nona, um, if possible. <laughs> you're okay. going up. So yeah. you're going <laughs> up. Yeah, I want to kind of like, like okay, Wait. fuck, fuck. Uh, not having a rifle, okay. not having uh, anything like that. I'm going to get out of there. Um, I'm going to ready an EMP grenade. And if that spider up there starts crawling, I'm going to pull the pin. <laughs> so that it just kind of runs into the grenade itself. I see what you're it'll doing. it'll fry my compad and like probably my bioscanner or whatever. But I can't. Alex isn't going to be able to shoot this. Okay. All right. Cool. Quick question. I'm assuming that none of these things are lined up such that when that one fell, there was any chance it landed on another one. Is there? No. So it, it, it's we have a 2D plane here, mm-hmm. but keep in mind that it's three dimensional and they're on yeah. the walls, so it would have pushed off and fallen. Oh, into okay, the shaft and down itself. the middle of the shaft. Yeah. So, okay. so it was up here. This was one of the top ones, but then it fell down. Like it fell way. down yeah. that way. That I okay. got confused because he took the piece off the board in the opposite direction yeah, of what I thought gravity was. I, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's not how that's supposed to work. <laughs> I shot it and it fell up. Hmm. I was thinking briefly about if I wanted to have the um, the gravity on this ship be all the same way or switch uh-huh. in the middle. Mm-hmm. And oh, I felt like it would have been too weird to have it switch in the middle, especially with like if someone had stairs that tried to go up into the middle and then they're just <laughs> weightless for the middle bit and then have to sort of turn around and then fall Land the other way. Sounds like That's a good cool. time to me. I like Very that. Yeah. Not OSHA compliant though, so gravity is all one direction on this, mm. this ship. Space okay. OSHA. <laughs> Don't want workers falling infinitely in a in an elevator shaft. No fun for anybody. But yeah, that's my move and my and my main. Cool. Cool. Ready that thing. Yeah. Um. So that was Alex. Uh, Micah, you go next. All right. I'm going to reach out to the two that are remaining that are lower uh, than us. 
on the vertical plane, and I'm going to try and activate my slip field on them. So, <laughs> oh, I love this. Yeah. So, so what does that work against? So what yeah. slip field does, I, I, I can read it out here. As a main action, I commit effort for the scene and decrease friction at a point in sight. Up to 10 meters in diameter are affected, uh, making it difficult for enemies to move from their current position. All chosen targets make an evasion saving throw or fall prone becoming unable to stand up or move than more than one meter per move action taken. So I'm hoping that means they just fall the heck off. So they get to make an evasion saving throw, though. Yes. And that, I assume that would basically mean they get away from the slip field and have to move slightly. Oh, it says, yeah, if um, if they pass the saving throw, they're immune to this feature for the scene. Oh, oh does it, for the whole scene. Does this yeah. only work on... So it's, it's a little bit of an all... Enemies? No. Targets? No, it like it specifically has a thing for if you do use it on cars. Okay, cool. <laughs> so it's a surface you're making. Yeah, it's silky smooth. Yeah, so, okay, so. I, I would like to try and visualize this as you know using my same little kind of glowing yellow triangles to sort of tessellate out over the space and make it very slippery. Well, that was a natural one for one of them. <laughs> Hell yeah. So uh, one of them was unaffected, but the other one got a natural one. One. So. It, <laughs> You can see you sort of telekinetically try and smooth this surface, and one of them has like a little bit of trouble and then sort of moves off to the side as it keep, continues its way up towards you guys. And the other one just rapidly tries to find its footing again and doesn't and just falls into the shaft itself um, outside of this scene. That's what you get trying to be sneaking up on us using the walls. Gravity's How a bitch. dare you? How dare you try that? Uh, and now to well to move, I'd like to maybe move a little bit higher up. Just if I have trouble seeing the one that's higher up there, I want to make sure okay. I kind of have everybody in view, basically. If, if you... Alex, did you uh, tell <laughs> Micah what you were planning on doing? No, but <laughs> I do not know what he's doing. No, all right. No, All right. Not. So this one um, sees you, Alex, and starts to beeline towards you, which activates your held action. And you sort of have pulled the pin on this EMP grenade and just sort of holding it out. Static in the hole. <laughs> um, I'm going to say that does give you like, I assume an EMP grenade going off in your hand is not the best feeling in the world. No. So I will give you a point of damage for that. That's fine. Um, and this thing gets a saving throw to try and reduce, uh, have the damage. Uh, it failed. It also rolled a natural one. I'm gonna get rid of this die. Start rolling this one over here. Um, so it not. takes full damage, which I believe is two d six. I think so. Yeah. Come on. Oh, I roll. Uh, additionally, any circuitry on yourself or on Mike, uh, your person, has been fried. Uh, seven points of damage from that. Yes, yeah, so that's gonna wreck my meta tool. Mm. Awesome. So I don't have a flashlight anymore. <laughs> Oh, well, I owe, uh, I owe Glink a compass. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you said seven points of damage? Yeah. You can see it sort of seize up, and again, it falls off the wall and into oh. the, um, the abyss below. There is only one left, and we're at the top of the, the, the order again. Nona. Oh, sweet. Yep. Cool. Um, did it get within my 10 meters or is it still farther away? It's about at 15 meters right now. In that case, probably a laser rifle is a better plan. You would have to drop your combat shotgun because that's the one that you currently use, right? Yeah. Okay. I can just combat shotgun at it again. Yeah. Give me a quick 
give me a chance to quickly look this up because I believe you take a, a, a minor penalty. I think it's minus two mm-hmm. um, for firing on something that's uh, outside, my that's ideal outside range. of your ideal range. Yeah, 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 sure. Here's Jeff looking something up. Actually, you have what a, if I just idea? readied the action to shoot it? Is that allowed? Oh, yes. So I just when ready you, it, yeah, say, hey, it's going to come at me, and then wait for it to get within that ideal range and then shoot at yeah, it. Yeah, there's a thing called also a snapshot, which allows you to fire on uh, at a, a negative penalty. Yeah. I, but I do right. think you're holding an action right now. So that is a little bit different than a snapshot. Um, so I think you can just do that. You're waiting until it gets close to take it, take a shot at it. Yes. Especially okay. since you're not moving from where you are right now anyway. That, that is correct. That just makes sense. All right. And it goes next. So it does start to move towards you. Right. Um, so it moves within its range. Uh, I assume you take a fire at it before it like gets yes. within melee range of that you. That is so exactly the Roll to hit. Rolling to hit. 12. That is a miss. Damn it. So, um, and you added your bonuses, right? Yep, that was added my bonuses. I rolled very bad on that one. So uh, you take a shot at it, you miss. It's off to the side. And <laughs> Did this... you miss? He was right in front of you. I shot and then I missed. <laughs> then I eat a popsicle. Then I miss. <laughs> um, so he moves up uh, mm. directly in front of you, Nona. So he's at, well, in front, uh, below you. And he's climbing up and he now has his hand on the ledge right below you. Mm-hmm. And this articulated tail shoots up at you and makes an attack and it I don't like kills this you <laughs> instantly it right. rolls a 14 to hit that does not hit me wow. so the stun baton Whoa. tail sort of shoots up at you and you glance <laughs> out of the way and that is its turn cool uh, let's see. Next is Alex. It's your go now. Uh, yeah, since I'm firing down it's probably going to be... <laughs> I don't think you can see it. Yeah. Is it blocked um, by the walkway kind of thing? It'd be partially blocked by Nona as well. Mm. Um, so th- it is right now below that sort of lip that we were talking about before. Um, Nona can see directly in it, but you are above Nona. So Nona's Got kind it. of it's in down there, between huh? you yeah. two. Yeah. Cool. I'm going to hold my action until I can see it. Just kind of like one foot against the grate. Um, rifle pointed down between the legs. I look down, I see Micah. So, oh, fuck, I did not expect you to follow me. I thought you were going to go down. <laughs> didn't expect you to explode a grenade right here. <laughs> it's an EMP grenade. It's not a grenade. I would not have done that to Danger Close. You're kidding me. Um, you broke my watch. So you- <laughs> I'll buy you another watch. <laughs> Fantastic. So, uh, Alex, you're holding your action, trying to wait until you get a shot at it. Yeah. Um, all right. So that it's now your turn, Micah. All right. Um, how difficult is it to move down this ladder as far as using movement is concerned? It is easier to go down than it is to go up. So I've been moving you guys at like five or so meter increments. I could... S- if you want to slide down, um, <laughs> that, that could take you down pretty quickly, but I don't think I would allow you to slide down because that's sort of using a skill and then uh, take a shot at the it, same yeah, if, turn. Well, um, <laughs> if I wanted to climb down enough that I could see the robot well, would that be feasible or would that be too far? Uh, that would probably be too far. Could I move down to where it's only partially covered? 
or just that's like it's not really I'm in the question. Could, in so you could move down to where it's partially covered, but keep in mind it is partially it's covered, covered by, by Nona. By Nona. Uh, mm. I mean, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay, so I guess I'll move as far down as I can. Okay, do you want to uh, try? I'll, I'll let you move like uh, so you're in line with Nona again. Or you sure. could try and slide down, and I'll make you roll for it, and you can end up below um, them, so you or can you have could a full. End up very look. below. Yeah, them. I, I'm <laughs> just scooting around this ladder. That movement last time really didn't work out. Yeah, I'll try and do a a cool ass slide down the ladder maneuver. All right, can you roll a? Um, this would probably be like a a strength or dexterity exert. Okay. Um, whichever, uh, probably a dexterity exert. Okay, it's all You're the not, same to me. Yeah. Um, okay. That's an eight. All right. You're able to um, skillfully slide down this ladder such that you are now below um, the, uh, the the this amalgamation of a, a, a robot. Um, so you're able to just sort of hold down the side and just go, never let go, which would be Sweet. very bad. Yeah, and that is your Jack turn. Let's not do that. Next, Nona, is now your turn. Keep in mind this thing is in melee. Uh, no, did you go? He he held his action. Oh right, right, um, right. He still can't see it. Right. Yeah. right, right, right. Um, okay. So Nona is now right. your go again. Keep cool. in mind that you are in melee, melee range, range of which this. means if I fire on it with a two-handed weapon, it's a. It'll get an attack of opportunity. Okay. Um. So I have been having a thought. Mm-hmm. It is probably a it. stupid thought, and I'm not 100% sure I want to do it. I'm going to okay. pee on it. But- <laughs> <laughs> Believe in yourself, Nona. Well, the thing is, is like, I'm attached to something and he's not, is my thought. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I'm not maybe necessarily Are you jumping off and this- like kicking him? Swan dive. That's a freedom. <laughs> like- I don't, I don't know. This is what I, I wanted to just bring up and discuss with the group. Like one, I don't, it's I don't know turn. how feasible yeah. this would be. Is that like one, he's kind of like, he's grabbed on, but like, where is this like a kind of yeah, deal? He, he, or? he seems like he's coming up in such a way that you like, he's in, you can get most of his body with, uh-huh. if you tried to like kick him, for example. Sure. And if you put your entire body weight into it, it may dislodge his, um, his hold i would make him okay. like it basically how i'd have this is you would try and do like an unarmed um yeah. attack if you hit you deal some damage and additionally he would have to roll a saving throw to hold on got it okay um and if i i don't exactly know how shotguns work but i've seen this done in movies if i like hit him with the butt of the rifle that would clubbing be clubbing the weapon. the weapon okay looking it up <laughs> Does that does that look good to you? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want I'm, I'm not sure. So it says, okay, it says uh, turn a gun into an improve improv Im- improvised improvised melee weapon to avoid the penalties of firing in melee. Yep. Pistols are treated as small primitive weapons. Rifles are treated as medium primitive. It'd be uh, a rifle. Okay, cool. Figured neither deal shock damage. Rolling max damage with an improvised club breaks the gun. Um, a weapon must be unclubbed to fire. Cool. So you can club it and attack with him. Attack cool. it. it. That would deal uh, 1d6 plus 1 damage. Okay. I would be okay with attempting that. All right. So you, you are clubbing up your sh- shotgun, but probably my, like 
changing your hold of it a little bit so you're hitting him with like the butt of the gun and sort of coming down on yeah. him. Roll an, uh, an attack. Because it's a melee attack, is it different? Is there a... Yeah, you can make melee attacks without incurring uh, attacks of opportunity. I doubt I hit him. I got five on the die. That does not hit him. Yeah. So you're tangled up right now trying to bang him off and he's still coming up. In fact, it is now his turn mm. and he comes on top of this platform right next to you. I fire I... through the grate. Yep, you do. Sweet. We'll see what happens. Uh, Deck shoot. 14 to hit. 14 to hit. It does not hit. Okay, that's fine. Um, so I'd you, like to make a snap attack. Okay. <laughs> so that I think you take that as a penalty, and also you can't attack on your turn. Is that correct? Correct. I lose my main action on my next turn, and I take a minus four to hit. Okay, wow. if you want to do that. Wait, uh, holding an action says firing from a prepared firing position or ambush provides plus two. I'm assuming that means like a gun, like hit like some like yeah, yeah. that means a like amount of time yeah. you have like prepared this position you've definitely not prepared the position that you're currently in no not at all <laughs> <laughs> would not be here if i thought about it so this is minus four to hit yep which means plus one total son of, well that was never gonna hit anyway yeah i rolled a four got a five total <laughs> that, that that misses so um, upon seeing this thing climb up onto the um, the lip that Nona is on, uh, it takes sh- shots from both sides <laughs> that just miss barely, and it is going to take another uh, stun baton hit. Cool. Uh, so this articulated tail swings at you, and it, <laughs> no one can hit in this battle. Uh, it rolls an eight to hit. It does not hit me. So <laughs> Nona and this thing are... are in a uh, a fight to the death. It is now, Alex, your turn again. I'm going to shoot it. Okay. So you see it and you, you shoot at it. I'm going to shoot at it again. Just kind of laying. I'm, just, I'm laying on the trigger. Yeah. Uh, 14. That is again a miss. <laughs> Are you sure? Uh, it was a miss last time. Uh-huh. Um, what if it just goes? Micah, you already took your main action. I took my main action. I hate this ladder so much. Can yeah. I move up back to the main platform now, or is that too far? Yeah, yeah I'll let you do that. Thank you. All right. I'd like to move up, yeah, right behind it, basically just on the level part of the ladder, and swap out my rifle for my I-beam, which is an on-turn action. That's two different move actions. I've, uh, oh. It's an on-turn action. Oh, switching out. Oh, oh because it's an actual telekinetic, like, telekinetic thing. It's yeah. not actually switching out. Okay. Right. I'm not attacking. I just want to prepare that yeah so you're not necessarily putting thing away you just you had a rifle at one point and now it's an i-beam yeah basically it's got to flicker out the armory flicker in a new thing um all right no no time to club it again you're like get the fuck off (laughs) yes that is exactly (laughs) what no like roll the hit verbatim hmm this is slightly inconvenient (laughs) nope all right it takes another uh so it sees that Micah has has come up now, and it takes a swing at Micah. Thank goodness. It got a 19. <laughs> wow. That actually hits me. What the fuck? Um, That's not fair. That doesn't happen. And it is its stun tail, which is a D. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> It does uh, five points of stun damage to you, Micah. Okay. So um, this thing whips around and it touches you at the end of its tail and you just feel this surge of electricity come through you. So the, the stun damage basically acts like normal damage until it would kill you, basically, yes. right? Okay. So I'll take five damage. 
Uh, and Alex, it's your turn again. I shoot it. <laughs> I try really hard. <laughs> and to this shoot time, it. this time, I'm gonna hit it. Fourteen. <laughs> no. Cursed. No, no. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm reading through things. What, like, I mean, I might as well just take the time to switch out to my gun that I can use in melee range without the attack of opportunity thingy happening okay um so yeah i'm gonna do that i guess i will take my my time to switch weapons um i don't i think that might also incur an attack of opportunity does it does it not well uh the um so. well uh, the thing between like two-handed and one happen one-handed ranged weapons is that what we're talking about yeah here? Uh, I'm, I'm talking kirsten would be switching weapons oh i don't in know melee range that. which generally incurs okay. like is that something so? but but I can't exactly fighting withdrawal either because it's just standing right next to me, right? Yeah. There's, there's, no, there's, <laughs> there's nowhere to withdraw to, kind of. I mean, if you yeah. have a pistol, like, Unless ready, you want to throw, you throw yourself ready. over the railing and try and uh, attack it while hanging there. You can just try and stay super cool. defensive. Yeah, I mean, totally I get, like, somebody's got to hit it at some point. Uh, I will be trying to hit it, I promise. Okay, in that case, I will... Uh, total defense then. Okay, I believe that adds like two to your AC or something. Yeah, it's two to my AC and I become immune to shock damage until my next turn. Okay, cool. I haven't been doing shock damage. Come on. Uh, uh, it's now it's, it's thing and um, it was able to hit you, Micah, so it's going to try and hit you again. Uh, it does not hit. It got a six. <laughs> no, no, no. What is that like? Micah, uh, no, missing. Alex. I shoot it. <laughs> <laughs> God, this just... time I hit with a 19. <laughs> 19 hits. Oh, yeah. thank God. What do I roll? What's damage? Uh, for a laser pistol? No, it's a rifle. Oh, you're firing with a rifle. Yeah, I was yeah. planning on it. Laser rifle um, looks like the... it's 1d10. Laser rifle. There we go. I got as it. long as it's the same as mine. Yep. 10. It's dead. Yes. Oh, thank so it, it gets shot right in its torso and sort of slumps over the handrail and then also falls. I like to imagine that the reason Alex yeah. kept getting 14s is because he just had the trigger down the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> he was just kind of like, ah, and then one of them finally hit. So that was yeah. all of them. The you combat is now over. And I assume you're like, we need to get into this room right now. Yeah, please. No, not the code. Eh. Yeah. Eh? <laughs> like I wanted to like let people. No, no, the code. <laughs> not put in the fucking no, no. code. So I it's assume you guys are gathering God, back around. That was sort of what I was kind of hoping to wait for, but I can also just open the door while everyone's on the infernal ladder. Well, I, I we're moving. We're moving. Yeah. We're already behind schedule. We don't right. even have a watch to keep time. You open up the console. <laughs> you type in the password. In the meantime, Micah steps off onto the. Oh, like with one foot on the yeah. platform because it's only so much about for one person. Yep. And code goes through just fine. It says Great. access granted. And this door that you have, this very big sort of blast door, opens up. Cool. And inside, um, very dark in there, but there's just this sort of azure glow on the inside of it. Oh, no, blue. Oh, blue. <laughs> oh. Do you guys head in? Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I want to let... Micah go first yeah. as that was the original intention and I'm going to take a moment to unhook me from the railing and all of that and maybe pull out flashlight okay how 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 dark are we talking low low levels of light like the amount of light that you would get on like a full moon night kind of deal mm, okay 
Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can I can flashlight okay. then. Yeah, that would help because my flashlight's flashlight for broken party. for yeah. some reason. You climbed up the ladder. <laughs> you blew up a bomb. Up. Okay, it's fine. <clears throat> yeah, I'm going in. So it goes Micah, then Nona, then Alex. Yeah. Yep. All right. So um, Micah, you see this see this first, but this room is packed with technology. There are screens laying like the in all of the walls all around it, 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 the the inside of this room is is uh, almost pill shaped um it's got these very high walls and this curved domed ceiling and up on the top you can just see wires sort of intertwine everything like this feels like a centralized location and in the middle of this this massive massive room with all of these consoles scattered around it you see um about the size of a slightly larger than a big person um a cylinder a blue glowing cylinder with scaffolding up the sides of it emanating this azure glow within it It almost has this sort of like crystalline structure and you hear a voice speak out to you dr calvin is that you I throw an EMP grenade. <laughs> no, you bastard! Uh, oh my god! <laughs> no. Please don't! I mean, Alex. Oh, fuck! <laughs> no! <laughs> Enough of this. And after that sort of first initial wave of shock, the voice calls out again. No, you're not Calvin. Who are you? I am stepping forward and gonna address that thing. We can wait until next time because we're gonna wait until next time. But I'm taking the lead on this one, is all I'm saying. And that is where we'll end today's episode. If the the next episode is not entitled My Sister is a Space Station, I'm going to be very, very disappointed. I'm going to write that one down. (laughs) My life as a teenage space station. (laughs) You know, that's a good one too. <laughs> for some reason, shooting upwards was a step too far for Alex. <laughs> shooting down is fine. I can imagine putting like a foot on the grate and aiming down this way, but not like. Yeah, because then you gotta like clean up. Yeah, right. I could have just stayed in the middle. <laughs> Everything went wrong, but I.